Yo! Welcome back to another edition of the Cruising Podcast. I'm your host, Andrew Cruz, and today is Wednesday. I think it's Wednesday. Oh, I think so. Yeah, because the time went back, and so it's still Wednesday. Yay! We're still on Wednesday. Okay, we're doing good. We're doing good. We made it through uh, midway through the week. Hump day! Y'all know what time it is. It's hump day. Okay, so yeah. Welcome to another edition of the Cruising Podcast. Uh, where you can find the Cruising Podcast is on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, and anywhere you can find your podcast needs is where you can find the Cruising Podcast. Also, where you can find the latest updates of the show is on Instagram at Cruising Podcast, also on Twitter at Nicetown Finest. And if you want to see wonderful, wonderful video gameplay and me also rage the fuck out, uh, you can go to twitch.tv slash Nicetown underscore Finest 27. That's where you can find killing. That's where you can find b-balling, shot, motherfucking calling, baby. Woo! Okay, welcome to the show. Um, today, um, I want to start off by saying this: it, it's getting weird now. I, I don't know if I'm getting desynthesized. If I'm getting, I, I hope it's not that I'm getting used to. But I've been losing. I've been losing people. I've been losing animals now. I lost an an- lost a family animal now. It's it's a lot going on in these past couple weeks. Literally past couple weeks. Um, one of my good friends. Well, he was my good friend in, in middle school. Um, passed away violently, and I just I felt sad for like like a minute, and then I was just like, shit. You know, like. Damn, you know, I I wish I never lost connection with certain people. And it just feels like, you know, I'm here and I'm just sitting there thinking, I'm just like, wow, I'm, I don't know how to feel. I don't know if I should be pissed off. I don't know if I should be sad, if I should be crying. Like, like I've been this year alone, I've probably lost more, more people like in that was in my circle was in my circle or within my inner circle. And it's getting, you know, it's getting crazy because I'm at that age where it it shouldn't be happening. You know, me losing friends that are my age. I should, I feel like that shouldn't be happening right now. Even those younger than me. And I'm sitting here, I'm just like, fuck, you know, I don't know if it's survivor's remorse or it's just, I don't know. It's weird. It's a weird feeling because I'm I know inside I'm sad, but at the same time I'm like you know, you sit here and start thinking, well, life goes on, right? Your life is going on. You got do you got shit to do. And I'm sitting here, I'm just like I don't know why why I can't get that shake this feeling. And I've been wanting to do this podcast, this talk about this on the podcast, but something keeps coming up. And it's just like, I'm sitting here and just thinking, I'm just like, am I desensitized to this? Is this what it is to live in the hood? To like, you know, you hear like, oh, oh man, you know, this person died, that person died. Like, this is this what it is to live, in, I guess, in a place like Chicago, where you're so used to seeing it, it's just, it's second nature now. It's not sadness anymore. It's just second nature. It's something that, all right, well, that's just, well, it's going to happen tomorrow too. You know, and you're sitting here and you're just thinking, in my mind, I'm just like, fuck, yo. And I'm like, this shit used to happen in the Wild West where 
every other day someone's getting shot in a duel or something's going to happen in the in this time frame i'm just like especially in a very violent time frame i wonder how people really felt i wonder those that came back from world war ii Speaking of, um, we're almost at Veterans Day. Well, uh, happy Veterans Day to my to my vets, to my favorite vets. Um, you guys know who you are. Um, I'm just cool. Listen, people that survive war are completely different types of animals. And my it, like, they're they feel, it feels like they're more humble. You know, they're humble by the experience. They're more compassionate for real, for real. To tell you the truth, I, I I think I've met so many veterans that like it's, and I mean actual you know they boots on the ground in Afghanistan and you know Iran Iraq and stuff like that. Meeting these people, or also World War Two vets, you know what I'm saying? But meeting these pe meeting some people in this life, you know, in this walk of life, I'm just like, wow, you you are very like I would be. I don't know how it would feel. Like, I watched, like, maybe my partner die beside me. How the fuck do I feel about that? But some of these, some of these are the most nicest people we ever meet in your fucking life. Because that, I think that's a humbling experience. Which is why I might, I'm not probably not going to go to war. I don't want to. I'm not going to lie. I feel like I'm a little too old now. But, you know, but just saying, you know what I'm just saying. Uh, no, um, I wouldn't want to say I want to do that. But what I have been thinking very heavily about is literally doing a MMA match. I need to feel the danger. I feel like I, I feel like I need to feel danger in my right now. And the, having someone across from me probably way more skilled than doing it way longer. And the danger of me being knocked the fuck out feels like it would be. It feels. It sounds like fun for me. I don't know why. I wanted. I feel like that'd be a fun thing to do. Is to just be scared of being of the inevitable of like the unknown of getting knocked the fuck out or me knocking someone the fuck out you know that'd be great i don't i don't know i, I you know i we've all gotten in street fights and fist fights but you know what if you get into the cage where it's sanctioned and someone can tap you out punch you in the face dude that, like i really want to do an mma fight one time in my life at least once might if i like it it might become a fucking addiction I don't know. It might be a pro that might be a problem. It might be a problem, and I might have to need help after that. But it's cool. I know my mom won't watch. She won't want to watch me get my 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 fucking face beat in. So that's that's fine as long as my mom not watching. And you know some of the ladies might be maybe that give me some style points with the ladies, man. You know what I'm saying? That's how I feel. I think the ladies are gonna be like, yo, you. So you you that uh, cage fighter, huh? I'm like, fuck yeah, yeah, hell yeah. You know what I mean? I, I mean, I got a black eye. You know what I mean? I mean, it's blacker than normal because, you know, I'm black. But, you know, yeah, yeah, I'm that guy. I'm the cage fighter. You know what I'm saying? My name is Andrew Cruz. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, if you want to go check out the Cruz podcast, I walk out with my Cruz podcast shit. You know what I'm saying? Just say it, man. Jake Paul or Logan Paul or whoever fucking Paul wants to fight me, I will beat the ever living shit out of them for you, for, for America. I'll do it for America. I will, I will train fucking three to four months i just give me three to four months of straight up fucking yo hunker down training i'll be ready to go i think i'll be ready to go yeah I, yeah i think i'll be ready to go three four months maybe six maybe six months I, I might need six months you know i like to eat i like to eat stuff uh things that are not good for you uh but i like eating them and i will continue to eat them because i'm a grown motherfucking adult no um i would i, I definitely i don't know man i just want to feel that danger i think that will humble me 
I think it will make it'll think it'll make me more of a compassionate person than I'm already am. But at the same time, I just want to try it. I want to see what happens. For real, for real. I'm I'm dead serious. I would love to see what happens because you know these hands are registered to knock a motherfucker out in these feet. You know what I'm saying? I can kick a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Do a little little sidekick action. You know what I'm saying? But you know, I, I like the box. You know, I like the you know I, box games. All right. I, I hate to see if I got fold somebody real quick. Or I'll get folded. One of the two is gonna happen because I'm definitely gonna walk in like a bull in a motherfucking china shop. I already know what song I'm gonna walk out to. Don't worry about it. It's dreams and not fucking nightmares. Okay. And and, and then well, hold up. Wait a minute. Once that shit starts going off. Oh, my fucking goodness. Let me tell you something right now. The crowd would not have seen so much energy from a person in motherfucking life. Andrew Cruz be walking out. And then, hold up, wait a minute. Y'all thought I was finished? When I brought that ass to Mario, y'all thought it was rented? Cruising on these niggas. I'm like Popeye on the spinach. Double E. Yeah, shit like that. I'll be like, yeah, let's fucking go. You know what I'm saying? That's how I want to do. I would love to fucking walk into, just have a walkout. And even if Meek Mill, you know, I don't know what Meek Mill wants to do, but, you know, he can walk me out, you know, be sitting here, be like, start rapping it, yo. And that should be fucking sweet. I feel like that'd be a sweet ass situation. Uh, that's all I'm saying. I'm just, like, yeah, I, I'll be fucking ready. I, I don't, if I got to become a YouTube star first, whatever fuck y'all need me to do, I'll be ready. You know what I'm saying? And, it, you know, I, yes, I'm clout chasing. I don't give a fuck. I, I, don't, I, have, I don't care. I don't care. Somebody will be like, oh, well, you clout chasing. Yeah, yeah, I, yes. Yes, if it's going to make me millions, yes, I am clout chasing the fuck out of that. For sure. I yeah. Yep. Count it, count it. I'm I'm listen. I will be clout chasing. No problem. I I don't, why lie? Why lie? Yes. Yes. I will be clout chasing. No problem. Fame chase. Yeah, I will love my 15 seconds of fame. That'd be great. You said what? I need to do Okay, cool. When? Cool. All right, cool. Yeah, I can do that. What you need? All right, cool. All right, so I was I was um I was supposed to work out. Well, I did work out today, but I was supposed to go way earlier, and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna watch the harder they fall, and I'm gonna watch an hour of it. Chill. Yeah, I'm gonna chill here for a minute. Watch an hour of it, then go and and go work out. You know, get get my swole on. Two hours later. Andrew Cruz now wants to become a cowboy, go wrangle up some motherfucking, I want to become like uh, Jesse James and James Younger gang and start doing shit like that. Now, don't get it misconstrued, just in case some people want to get this misconstrued and tell family members. I'm not becoming a Cowboys fan. I'd rather fucking lay in a bed of fire ants before I become a Cowboys fan. And that's from the bottom of my heart. But please, Dallas, I'm asking you, Dak, Ezekiel Elliott, Amari Cooper, whoever the fuck else, defensive, offensive court, where the fuck I need to talk to, stop giving me fucking hope. Dash my hopes and dreams, please, okay? Stop giving me hope for the Eagles season, please. I, I fucked up and cheered last week. I, do you understand what's going on with me? Okay, I'm conflicted. Stop giving me hope. We're supposed to be rebuilding, and we're this close to getting to the playoffs. You're fucking it up. You're fucking it up. That's all I'm trying to say. You're fucking it up for my hope. 
Because if once I start hoping, see, that's when the eagle shit start coming out. And I start talking shit. So, you know, I'm just asking. Just dash my hopes now. I don't care if you make it to the Super Bowl. Nah, I don't give a fuck. Make the playoffs. Make sure that we can't get to the NFC East title. Because it's the only way we get into the playoffs. Okay? Please. Please. Dash my hopes. That's all I want. Because once our that that it, it does it mostly it would stop me from having heartbreak. You know, once one when they don't make the playoffs and it's like one down to the last game, I'm sitting here like, do we got a chance? All right, man, we're gonna root my fucking like they can hear me through this motherfucking TV. Let's go! And then they lose, and I'll be like, fuck, man. Like, now, now I got to go six months of sadness, man. I got to sit here, take long showers, and think about life, and think about what they could have did differently. Like, long showers. Like, you stand there. You know how you you know how in the movies, they stand there in the shower and just be like, the fuck, man? Then why didn't they just run the ball one more fucking time? You know, you just had to run the ball one more time. Why the fuck is Jalen Hurts, as soon as he catches the fucking ball, backing the fuck up? It, as soon as he catches off the snap, he's backing up. Like, he doesn't have a line in front of him. Like, oh, my God, uh, you know, like shit like that. Nick Sirianni needs to be fired. John Gannon, where the fuck his dumbass name is, that's the defensive coordinator, fired. You know what I'm saying? Shane Stitton, yeah, okay, maybe, because you're not making the calls, which sucks for you, because you you might just get into the gravity of being fired, because it's bullshit. It's bullshit. You know what I'm saying? And that's why I don't want the hope. That's why, because once I get hopeful, I'll have my eagle shit on, I'm going to have my eagles fucking fucking uh pillow and socks because i do have eagle socks i got you know I'm, I'm ready to rock and i'm sitting here i'll watch it and i'll be like fuck man we didn't make the fucking playoffs we were one game out you decided to fuck with me why would you fuck with me man i don't need that i don't need it so don't give me it that's all i'm asking okay back to the heart of they fall uh so i was watching this movie and i was like all right I'm gonna sit here for an hour. I'm gonna watch it halfway through because it's a two-hour movie. So I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm gonna watch it halfway through, and then I ended up being sucked into this motherfucking movie and ended up watching the full two hours and was like, I'm procrastinating on going to the gym, but I'm still gonna go. Sadly, at the time I go to the gym, it's fucking packed, so I can't get to everything that I want to get to. But it's packed. It's cool. I watched a great movie. It once again, it's one of the best movies. If it doesn't win Best Picture this year, it's a fucking problem. It be, it, it, you know what? It's a problem because Netflix don't they they try to they're trying to hold Netflix so much because it's a streaming is not going through theater. Gives a shit. Gives a fuck. It's a great movie with a great cast. Whoever directed it, fantastic. I think his name is uh, I'm I don't I know the last name is is Samuel. Um, but it's a great sh- it's a great movie. It's a very great movie. I was about to say show. It, it felt like a show, but. Why do I love this? Not only because it's set in a very cool-ass time period, which is the Westerns. And I used to watch, um, full disclosure, this is my mom's fault, by the way. Just Not only has my mom made me a Trekkie, but my mom also got me into watching Westerns. Lots and lots of Westerns, okay? Okay, Outlaw Josie Wells. Um, what is it, by, by a Sheriff, something like that, with James Gardner, Maverick, both Mavericks, by the way, there's two Mavericks, James Gardner's the fucking original, and he's the shit, I also used to watch Shane, I don't know if anybody used to watch this back in the day, but I used to watch Shane, Shane used to beat the shit out of people, 
It was a fucking, it was a great, I used to watch Spaghetti Westerns, dog. I used to do shit like this all the time. It, and it's always the same thing. Lone Ranger comes in, shoots the shit up, becomes the hero. And, but they were all badass. Like Clint Eastwood was the biggest badass of all time. John Wayne, I watched John Wayne movies. It, like I literally sat around and watched John Wayne movies. You know, I, I love Spaghetti Westerns. Uh, and I, lo I love watching them. And it feels like whenever black people, it, it, and some people might say, well, this just, now you just, you know, you're being racist. I'm black, so shut the fuck up. So when black people get onto a trend, they st we, st we are trendsetters. Sorry, this is just what happens. Black people are trendsetters. And this being the, a successful Western movie might bring spaghetti Westerns back. Because we made it look because because it was made to look cool as fuck and it was you have idris alba jonathan majors what regina king zazie beats zazie beats you got zazie beats on there sorry i'm my bad sorry uh, uh it's full disclosure also another full disclosure real quick uh zazie beats if you're single hit me up you know my name is uh cruising podcast at cruising podcast um i love every everything you do especially when you were domino uh, just saying also in Atlanta, you, you're fucking amazing. Okay, going back. All right, so, um, but I feel like this is going to bring Westerns back. It's going to bring the cool fucking out, like this, this type of energy. And I love Westerns. So I really hope they do this. I, I really hope this does spark it because that's just what black people do. Okay? We spark trends and it's fun. And, and I think the last really good Western that I watched was 310 to Yuma. And that was with, um, um, fuck, yo, Russell Crowe and um, Christian Bale. If you guys haven't watched that, that was a really good fucking Western movie. Um, for sure. That was, to me, that was the last great Western. You know what else is a great Western? The Mandalorian. Yeah, you're welcome. It's, it's space Westerns. That's, you know, Lone Ranger, Bounty Hunter coming in, collecting the bounty. Bounty of the week type show. That That's where that started. The Bounty of the Week type deal started with Westerns. And so, like, Monster of the Week. You know, like, I know everybody watches, like, Monster of the Week type shows. We all watch them. Trust me, Supernatural. But that I think that's also why I like The Mandalorian so much because it feels like it gives me that Western feel. Just with lightsabers and fucking blasters. That, that's the only difference. But, and also, I think that's why I have watched a lot of, um, and not anim, anime, mostly. Just in case everybody doesn't know, like, the seven, oh, fuck, man, it's gonna mess with me. The movie with Chris Pratt and, um, and, um, and, and Denzel Washington. I'm, I, I'll remember, somebody's gonna remember later and be like, you're a fucking idiot. But, uh, and also, I don't feel like... Well, I might look it up. Well, we probably will. Um, but that originally it was The Seven Samurai. Or Seven nin seven Ninjas? Seven Samurai? One of the two. I know it was Seven Something. Um, oh, Denzel. Denzel Washington and Chris Pratt. Because I know that's who was in the movie. Fuck. Oh, see, I'm always doing shit. See, this is why y'all y'all need to tell me not to do shit. You know what I'm saying? I want to say it was the seven. 
the Outlaw 7, some shit like that? Why is my computer being so slow? What the fuck? Where's my phone? Ah, damn it. It's outside. Fuck it. But I feel like that's why I kind of connect with some Japanese shows too. Because um, Space Cow, um, fucking Cowboy Bebop, for instance. That's going to bring back a Western. It's a Western show. You know, it, it's really based on spaghetti Westerns. Bounty of the Week type show. So I'm very excited to see the the fucking live action part of it because John Cho is the shit. He's Harold from Harold and Kumar. And uh, I'm going to find this shit now, man. It's going to bother me. Sorry, y'all. This is really going to bother me. Yeah. I, yes, I'm pulling over the show for a second to figure this the fuck out because somehow Anchor works, but fucking this doesn't. The hell? Where's my IMDBD? There we go. Boom. Now, I already know Denzel has like a million fucking shows. I mean, a million movies. That's fine. I can work with that. Fences was a great movie, by the way. Great movie by Denzel. And um, yeah, he killed that shit. But Book of Eli, if you guys don't understand what Book of Eli is about, um, he was blind the whole time. Didn't know it. The Magnificent Seven. I knew it was seven. The Magnificent Seven. So there was a movie. Is either a book or a movie where the Magnificent Seven was actually, I think the like the Seven Samurai, or some some crazy shit like that. It was like, but that was actually not a bad western either, to tell you the truth. But yeah, see, yep. Mm-hmm. What was the original? Um, Anthony Fuqua did it too. That's crazy. Um, based on a screenplay by, let me see, based on screenplay by. What is the name of it, yo? I know it's like the Seven Samurai. Yeah, I, I knew it. I knew it was the Seven Samurai. So that's what it was about. You know, it was the screenplay. A lot of people do. Um, Magnificent Seven was actually done before, um, a, a long time ago. I think that was a very. It, it, that's a remake. Magnificent Seven was a remake of that Seven Seven Samurai. So yeah, yep, very old. Yul, oh, Yul Brenner was in it. I forgot about that. Yul Brenner was in that. Oh, man, Yul Brenner was the shit. But it's a very old... It's not a very old movie. I think it's like the 70s. Um, Let me see. Uh, 60s, 1960. So, yeah, The Magnificent Seven. I, I'm, like, I'm telling y'all, I used to watch these shits all the time. And so, like, Yul Brenner was, you know, a big, big fucking Western guy. You know, Western actor. We all... I know everybody heard of John Wayne. We we all heard of Clint Eastwood, you know what I'm saying? It, it I, I I James Gardner. If you don't haven't heard of James Gardner, then you don't know westerns. Um, fucking uh, Kenny Rogers, you know, Kenny Rogers. Yeah, it, it, you you can go on and on. And I used to watch these all the time. And what the harder they fall did was it's it was a great trope to it was a great homage to the western movies and also it was kind of hinting at some of black stereotypes oh what what am i saying okay think about this you separate into two we have gangs right what are gangs main purpose when they first start oh wait oh okay they want to protect the town that's a gang's main purpose first purpose most of the time Every blood, crip, fucking Latin king, MS-13, whatever gang you can think of, 
the first rule of the game is that we protect the city, we protect our block. That's why Philly is separated in blocks. Now, when you watch it, Idris Alba takes over a city. Idris Alba's character, sorry, uh, spoil. Oh fuck, man, hold on. Spoiler alert in three, two, and one. It's gonna be a little bit of a spoiler, but they take over a city. And what he won, what the first message that they say is that we want to make this into just our town. You see, they're trying to take our town. They're trying to pretty much gentrify the town. They're going to make it into uh, another like subsidiary of another town. And we are here to protect it from that happening. But for you all to have this protection, you have to pay us. And we're going to rule by iron fist that if you go against us, we're going to shoot you. There you go. That's one. That's one stereotype. Here's another one. Um, um, they talk about this one shooter all the time. He's the quickest in the West. We hear about him. We always hear that story about him. We always hear stories about, yo, man, you remember that one time he killed this guy? Yo, man, he, yo, he shoot you before you even have your hand out, before you even get the gun out. We've heard this in sports before with athletes that, we're so good on like the street ball court or the backyard football or, you know, we hear this all the time. We hear their stories, but when we see them, we're like, oh, so you didn't go pro for a reason. There was a reason why you're not a pro. There's a reason why, you know, you, we hear about your stories, but we don't actually see you play. That was a gunfighter in the movie because we never really see him shoot but we always keep hearing that he's the quickest in the west uh oh whoa hold on whoa revenge you killed the you killed someone they're gonna kill you back you killed one part of my gang we'll kill two of yours black culture you're welcome and I love the music that they put with it. The only thing I didn't like, and I think this is because it's Idris Elba, and this is the type of music he likes, and I think Regina King loves his music too, but the reggae shit, it's a Western fucking movie. Why am I hearing reggae? I don't want to dance right now. I want to see somebody get shot in the fucking face. What the fuck are we here for? No, I'm sorry. I don't want to see somebody get shot in the face. I want to see them get shot though. It should be great. But what I like to but they also they did kind of mix in they make not even really they, they didn't mix in like that western sound like you know what i'm saying they didn't play any of that what they did was yeah they played reggae whenever you see idris alba's character idris alba's gang or whatever i'm not going to say their names rufus black but when you see like like um <clears throat> that loves gang it's a little bit more of a rap, you know, I liked it because you knew what was going to happen. You knew that, you know, all right, well, this is, I know who I'm dealing with right now, <clears throat> but um, the last thing I really loved about this is that they stuck to the historical names. Now, was the story fake? Prob not fake, but did the story really happen? Probably not. But what I liked about it was that they stuck to the roots of black culture now kids can go and watch this 
hear those names and go look those names up and know these are real people. And I love that they told you this in the beginning. The fucking, they tell you in the beginning, the story may not be maybe fiction, but these people actually existed. And now kids can go look up, oh, there were black cowboys for real. There were really, you know, that, you, you know, we all hear Billy the Kid. We all hear of the black, um, um, fucking, um, um, Jesse James. We all hear about these Western killers and shit like that. But while Bill Hickok, you know, we all hear about these fucking Wyatt Earp is a real person. Doc Holliday was a real person. That's what was cool about this movie is that it stuck to the black culture. You know, it stuck to these are real people. Now, might be, you know, the story might not be what you think it is, but these were real people. Those stories that you hear about those those other people, these they did the same fucking shit. They probably even had it harder. You know, I like the Robin Hood type type deal too, where you know he didn't, where the one gang doesn't steal from the bank. They're going to steal from the people that have stole from the bank. I don't know. I guess there's a difference, <laughs> but overall, this is a great movie. Overall, the acting was amazing. The ensemble cast with Lakeith Stanfield too as supporting actors. You know, um, uh, hold on, let me make sure because I want to make sure I get all the I want to get most of the names out. So uh, there we go. You know what I'm saying? Because see, you know, I know I I know I highlighted Zazie Beats. Okay, so we're gonna I understand. Sorry, I know. What was it? Is it James? Yeah, it's James Samuel. That's who it is. All right, James Samuel was the director of this film. And Baj Yankin. All right, just want to make sure. All right, we got Jonathan Majors, Zazie Beats, R.J. Cryer, Cryler, um, Ide. Yeah, we're not gonna. Yeah, I don't want to fuck his name up too bad. Ide. He played. Um, if you watched um X Men First Class, he was Darwin. Um, first of all, by the way, just nerd shit real quick. His character in X-Men First Class is literally immortal. He should have never been killed off. They killed off, they, they killed him off for no fucking reason. It was too many black characters, so they had to kill off one of them. Darwin is not supposed to die. Darwin, as you know, as you guys probably saw in the film, Darwin adapts to anything so if a nuke hits darwin his body will develop lead so he doesn't get radiation sickness he doesn't get blown up he doesn't do any of that his body reacts to the situation so even if a bomb goes into his mouth and it closes his mouth his body will withstand that will actually it, it, it will fight it off easily actually so his character should have never been fucking killed off darwin can't die so that's just a little little, little, little nerd shit little nerd shit all right we got uh dewanda wise it's eleanor love oh that's a mother okay um julio caesar 
Danielle Danielle Deadweiler. She killed it as Cuffy, by the way. If she was a really she did really great job. Really, really great job. Um Lakeith Stanfield as Cherokee Bill. Uh Regina King as Trudy Smith. Um that's pretty much it. That's all we got. It wasn't really that big of a cast. Damon Wayne's Jr. was fucking hilarious. And I think Monroe Grimes was a real person too. Yo, Damon Wayne's Jr. reminded me of his dad so much in this time this time he reminded me of his dad like he was funny as a motherfucker in this if you guys get a chance definitely definitely go watch the harder they fall great fucking movie speaking of oh uh, maybe a little bit down a little bit a little bit down of a great movie i would say good movie eternals ensemble cast not a long i think the movie wasn't long enough First of all, I think really it should have been a series. I, I would have made Eternals a series so we can have more backstory of all the characters. That's what I would have said. Um, it was a two hour movie. I felt like in some cases it was rushed through just a little. I won't say a lot, but I will say it was rushed through. Um, the the action beats were fantastic. The com- comedic beats, great. Um fucking Angelina Jolie and Selma Hayek were on the same fucking screen so that was great um Jimmy Chang as you know then pretty much I think the problem with I think the difference between this movie and Guardians is that we actually knew who the main character who the leader main character whatever the fuck ever we knew who they were and that was Star-Lord this one, you don't know who really the main is. Like, I know they tried to do Cersei as, like, kind of, like, the main, but we all knew that Icarus was stronger. We all knew that Icarus was the strongest. We all know that, you know, Sprite has pretty cool powers to his <coughs> Sorry, hold on. Give me one second. Ugh. Goodness gracious. So, the hate that I got, the hate that I heard with this whole movie was completely unfounded. I think it was very well done. Um, I, it's not the best Marvel film, but it was a Marvel film. I think it was a middle-of-the-road Marvel film, to tell you the truth. It wasn't a great one. It wasn't a bad one. It wasn't... It was a good one. It was a... It was a... It was a... It was a... It was an average. It was an average. For characters that you don't know, for characters you never probably never heard of, you probably never read their, their fucking comics, that probably is probably the only downfall to this movie is that you didn't know the characters and it wasn't really a great backstory but what i had fun watching was the the fucking um like you know when they went back in time so i'm a history buff y'all know this i'm a history buff seeing the towers of babylon i mean seeing babylon seeing mesopotamia seeing uh the conquistadors like all of that Seeing all of that, and they're fighting deviants as it's going by, and they can't. <clears throat> fuck, one second. They can't interfere. So they're fighting deviants, they're doing this, they're doing that, but they can't interfere with human on human contact. Now, here's my only fucking problem. There's my biggest problem, biggest gripe with this movie. Now, Thanos wiped off half the Earth. We all know this. Thanos with one snap of the finger wiped off half of the planet or half of everything or half of all life in the comic books. Now, 
Eternals are supposed to fight deviants, by the way. These, these things called deviants that are made from uh, um, Arthom? Arsham? Arsham. I think it's Arsham. Oh, fuck it. Fuck it. Oh, okay. He's Celestial. <clears throat> the King Celestial, pretty much. Thanos is part deviant and also part eternal. He's, he's half and half. Hold on. Uh, oh, no, it'll rain. It'll rain through here. Thanos is both. He's mixed in with both. Why couldn't they attack him? Why couldn't they stop him from wiping off half? And then, <clears throat> actually, it got kind of explained, but nobody really put out there that, yeah, he's half deviant. He could have been attacked. So, just, you know, just FYI, if you're a nerd, I know that probably, it bothered me that he was a deviant and you could have stepped in and fought Thanos. And guess what? Gilgamesh probably could have took care of him by himself. You're welcome. I know you guys are going to go back and watch and like, shit, man, that could, so this could have been stopped? Yes. But if they would have stopped Thanos from taking off half of the Earth or to half of all existence... Some other shit that went down in the movie would have never happened. Actually, no, no, no. The, some other shit that went down in the movie would have happened much quicker. And I mean, much quicker. So, it was explained but not explained why they didn't go after Thanos. I think that's the only gripe I really have. I wish that would have got told for people that aren't into the Marvel comics like that. That maybe they've seen Thanos before and they're like, why is he purple? But now his, we all know, you know, well, if you've watched the fucking, um, the, the, the screen, the, the, the deleted, not deleted, what's the fucking thing? After credit scenes, you would know, um, why he, I don't, I, I just, you would know why I'm trying to keep this a secret. I, 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 I won't spoil Eternals for anybody yet, but I, I thought it was a good movie. I really do. I, the Rotten Tomatoes bullshit. It's just, I never go by Rotten Tomatoes anyway, ever. I don't go by audience scores. I'm going to go see the movie. I'm going to see the movie anyway. It's just what I'm going to do. That's It's life. That's what I'm going to do. I don't care. So, you know, eat it. You know what I'm saying? Eat it. Eat it. So, um, I'm going to stop right here because it's almost, I, I'm fucking starting to get tired. <laughs> no, um, but seriously, man, uh, seriously y'all i love you guys um i, I just want to make sure everybody knows man i'm yo <clears throat> if you have lost anyone and you feel like yeah man i should be more sad I, I, just know it's probably you i don't know i'm, I'm not even gonna i'm not even gonna sugar i don't know i'm not even gonna I, I, to me it's that i kind of got desensitized feeling right now like my life has to still go on though. I still have to go do shit. You know, I still got, I still got, you know, bills to pay. I got things I got to do. And I'm like, fuck man. Like just take that second out and be like, fuck. And then, all right, I gotta go back to the grind, go back to this bullshit called a grind, you know? And, um, to all those, um, rest in peace to my boy, Matt. Um, I'm glad that they like literally practically automatically found his killer. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm glad, hopefully he doesn't get a bond because, you know, it should not be, it took away a life. 
You know what I'm saying? For what? Um, rest in peace to Dog Coco. To our, you know, family pet Coco. Uh, one of the family pets, Coco. Rest in peace. Um, you know, um, to anybody that's dealing with loss right now or that has dealt with it, um, for especially these past couple weeks, man, rest in peace to those that you love. Can hold those tight and can hold them tight. You know what I'm saying? So, I want to say um, thank you guys so much for listening. Also, happy Veterans Day to all my veterans, to all those that have been lost in war. Also, man, um, rest in peace to them too. And also, happy a very happy special Veterans Day. Um, tomorrow on Twitch, I will probably be doing a charity stream for um, Veterans Day for the Wounded Warrior um, Foundation. So if you want to come by and, and come support, um, where you can find it is at twitch.tv slash nicetown underscore finest 27. Um, I guess I'm going to have to play Call of Duty because Battlefield doesn't come out until next week. Fuck. I really didn't want to play Call of Duty, yo. I, I, mm, <sighs> fuck. I guess I got to do it. Damn it. Okay. Um, but yeah, we're going to do a, um, Wounded Warrior fun for the, um, you know, um, for Veterans Day. Um, might do it. Might extend it for the weekend. See what happens. So, um, I want to say, guys, thank you so much for listening. Um, where you can find the Cruiser Podcast one more time is on, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and anywhere you can find your podcast news. If you can find the Cruiser Podcast, also, where you can find the latest updates of the show is at Cruiser Podcast on Twitter, on Instagram. No, fuck. Where you can find the latest updates on the Cruiser Podcast is on Instagram at Cruising Podcast, also on Twitter at Nicetown. Finest. And with that, I want to say love you guys so much. Don't do anything I wouldn't do. Catch you guys later. Deuces.